Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, welcome to Mark Radio. It's Thursday at 7, time to make the chat board flow. We got Brooke Polk as host with a new 60-minute Mark show. So look at your screens or give us a call. You can talk with Brooke and Rich and not be nervous at all. It's Thursday night. Time for Mark Radio. Well, you can call in tonight and tell us what we all need to know. What's on with the show? We got no place to go. Brooke, Rich, and Floyd will tell you what you need to know. Take it away, Brookie. Ah, but ah, but ah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh. Wait, I had a sip of warm water. Stop my teeth. Uh, stopping my teeth from chattering. Chatter. I'm a chatterbox tonight. Oh, nice to be here tonight. This is Brooke, and it's Myersdale Alumni Radio Time. Another Thursday night in which we get to get to the airwaves of not frozen up. Internet's a marvelous thing. It must come around the dale here, Myersdale, Pennsylvania, at two degrees most of the day. It's now maybe one or near zero. And it goes around the world and hits Hawaii, hits Australia, hits the deserts, the Sahara, and it all warms up. And you could probably still hear me on the other end. Amazing what this uh, internet is capable but I don't know how them uh, North Poleans do with internet service up there. Good evening, Rich. Well, good evening, Brooke. I sound like Floyd doing it the other way. That's right. Wow. Floyd is solid and a diamond ring on a toothpick factory. It is He's got a He probably has a picture of Fred on his mantle down there. He probably has a rug he gets down on his knees. Yeah, yeah Fred praise was, to Fred uh, every night. Fred was at the GI <laughs> this morning as he was sipping his coffee, and I could not help but wonder how and what Floyd would be <laughs> sipping at about that time. Right. But uh, he had his uh, tongue. Uh, he's down there checking the depth of the ice or whatever, and he has <laughs> his tongue stuck on that. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, it's solid from one end of the flock to the other end, as far as I can see. I was out Summit Millsway today in the Elk Lick out that way. It was frozen here and there. We still had some trickly waters running in the middle. So you can never be too safe on these little streams. Wow, Discman, you are uh, talk of the town. Uh, People telling me they talk to you on email. Bill Price said uh, he had uh, shot an email off to you and replied, and you discussed during the week. Uh, of course, your name's always rounded about. Floyd, he's a silent, but he's a deadly one. Well, I least expected someone's throwing a joke about Floyd somewhere along Uh-oh. the line or asking me my opinion of what his opinion might be. <laughs> I said, 
Who are you talking to? You want yeah, you talk to me? <laughs> no idea what he's up to next. But they wanted to know they haven't seen the wagons around town. The Amish oh, it's too cold. Ooh, I wow. think I think the axles are frozen, probably. <laughs> yeah, they're not four wheel drive. No, no, you got that grease is uh, isn't working too well. I doubt with this zero degrees. Right, but I will say that Myersdale has been very fortunate. We haven't had a heavy dump of snow, really. Two inches here, three inches there, maybe four inches been our maximum. You know, uh, I don't know. Early in the season, did we get a six inch? I, I don't even know. But it's that fluffy kind. It's so cold oh that you God. just get a oh, leaf blower out and there, I, and you, you can know. Blow. And I record the Tonight Show and watch it usually the next day, and I'm watching it. And of course, Washington had its first quote-unquote major snowstorm of the winter with four inches yes the other day monday sunday night i think it was or whatever and uh <laughs> they were and he's going all oh, the people in boston are going oh my gosh they closed school for four inches of snow in washington uh, oh boy we they just jumped out our second story window to go to school <laughs> today <laughs> oh dear we have, uh, of course, uh, school closings, half a two hours closing early, mm -hmm. whatever. The mother men are pretty well predicting when we're going to get some nasty roads. So they did relieve out two hours early yesterday while the sun was shining, and it was still in the 20s. And sure enough, maybe about 2 o'clock, it got a little slippery out there. So hopefully the kiddies were all ready to their home ports by then. Well, I know that people have been traveling around the country. Josh's have been one of them. They're oh, so yeah, yeah. Back home. Let's Feel see. Feel so bad for them having, basking on the beaches of Florida for a week. Really? A week? And then they have the nerve to come back to this stuff? Yeah. Wow. And uh, we are thrilled to be back home. And then they say, not. And <laughs> then 10 degrees in Johnson City, Tennessee. Yeah, wow. they were having we some got cold beat by Tennessee was having some, some some significant weather for for them, for that state, even either further west of them. That's when they use sleighs. Who uses sleighs? Johnson City? You're nine degrees warmer than we are at this time, but you're Tennessee. <laughs> I don't even know how people talk down in Tennessee with the drawl when it gets this cool. <laughs> Surely they keep the trap shut, I think. Yeah, wow. Well, Stephen Albright heard a nice compliment. Thank you for making a nice compliment about one of your former teachers, Fred DePasquale, mentioned it uh, last week. He thought that was pretty nice, what you said about it. I told him about baby, baby, I better go edit that part out. <laughs> don't want <laughs> him to get that swelled head. All right, guests, good to see you on tonight as well. And the uh, week of, uh, well, Death by Chocolate is tomorrow night at the Amity Church. Pop on down there and uh, bid on some of those chocolate-flavored delights of some form or another. Uh, last year, I did uh, win an auction price of the biggest chocolate chip M&M M &M cookie that I've ever witnessed, and uh, I uh, brought that up to Millie last uh, year, and she happened to be sleeping. And if I've told this story before, and she happened to open her eyes, I said, I have a cookie for you, <laughs> bedtime snack. And then when I presented her with this cookie uh, as a large as a pizza, 
and put it in her lap. We got big kick out of that. Never forget that moment. Well, what's on store or in store uh, for this uh, Death by Chocolate? Show up tomorrow night, Amity Church. I think that's Great. probably about 6.30 or 7. I don't know exactly, but if you have a friend, call him first. Find out. I looked at the paper. I just got the Myersdale paper and browsed through it about a half hour ago. And they put the ad in the previous paper so people could see it. And I didn't see it in this week's paper. So I'm remiss at that. Anybody know what time that starts tomorrow night? Just chat it in there. Snow on the ground, too. Ice, too, says Kathy. The Amish have sleighs. They don't use, well, talking, they don't use buggies. Uh, in Myersdale, today, there are whiteout conditions of flurries and the heavy winds that blow that loose powdery stuff. And I saw three buggies in tandem coming from the Summit Mills Fairground area, just about ready to travel over the Castleman uh, mm. Bridge coming up Broadway there. And no headlights on. Uh, they have batteries, uh, but they, they should be traveling with them. But who am I to say? But I I feel sorry for the horses. I see out of their nostrils is steam flowing, or mm. what, what would you would call that? Uh, it's not steam. What is it? What, what do you would call that? It's vaporized breasts, I guess. And I feel so sorry for them. Then as I'm heading out to Summit Mills, most of horses and cattle are indoors, but I see a group of black Angus uh, out there, and they are always huddled in little pods. No real decent shelter. And when Millie saw that today, I had to take her out. They're that playing way. craps. Uh, is that what they're doing? <laughs> well, they're or probably doing, cra- or doing traps. I don't even. Maybe they do do it in the center and they all huddle around it because that's the only warmth that's a nice they have. Warmth. Well, yes. <laughs> but Mill- Millie said that shouldn't be allowed. They need protection. I agree, but yes. what do I know? I, I don't know. Uh, they had their plenty of feed there in their feed trough, but oh well. I digress. There's other matters, too, that uh, irk me that's in the Dale, and I've mentioned them over mm, the past five years here and there, maybe, and that's the blighted buildings, of which the council is trying their best to get uh, torn down and rid of and make it a little prettier where they once were. And I pick up the paper tonight, and of course, I was to council meeting, and I know their difficulty in gaining access to the Jenkins building that's the old Thomas Drugstore on the corner there, across from the First or Second National Bank, take take a number. And the uh, paper today says they have done a visual outside uh, and realized that there's got to be some nasty structural damage on the inside, but they can only speculate because they can't legally gain access. Well, every morning for the past week, sitting in the GI looking over there, there's a door open downstairs right in the side of the building. Anybody can gain access. And that's what we worry about. The new Colonial Hotel. I feel odd calling it the new Colonial, but that was its given name. Uh, It's old and it is uh, in disrepair. And Bill Price and Ashley, uh, there next door, have closed that door a number of times over the months, have reported it, and still the door wide open, right into the main part of the new Mm. colonial. So yesterday, I had to go up to the drugstore to pick up or drop off a bottle of pills, drop off an empty bottle, pick I don't know what I was doing up there, but I went up there, but I 
saw that door open again, and I went inside and found a brick in there, closed it and put a brick. Bill said it was still closed this morning. But isn't a a, a, a dam, D-A-M and damn shame, that people can just rape Myersdale with ownership of a building that they know damn well is falling down, decaying, and a potential trap for some major catastrophes of someone getting injured or a fire. And yet they can set over in their little wherever in Johnstown, and uh, that's where they live, the owners of this building, and not uh, allow access. And I would think by... they could condemn a building and then take it from there. I understand they've condemned it. Oh. I don't know how many times, but that doesn't uh, move and shake anything in happening. So yeah, interesting. Anyway, they only want to start the program out with that, but I, I just read the paper like you do. It gets annoying, and how and when will this be rectified? Well, it's, let's see once, anyhow. <laughs> You're from Long Island. Guess... Get somebody to come down and burn it down. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Some of those was, Long Island fires. Well, I was afraid to be even in the new colonial just to look for something <laughs> to shut that door. Because I figured if there was a security camera somewhere yeah, right. up in yeah. downtown, they see me doing that. Right. And if that fire would have started, oh, I would have... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. you got to be really careful what you do. But mm-hmm. anyway, that's public knowledge. I did it, and that's it's done. If, uh, uh, the uh, street. Uh, the municipality, they're doing a great job. So, Myersdale, your streets are clean. I've had nobody complaining about things like that. you got a burg here that really, really does care. And with the volunteerism that goes on in this town and the workers who appreciate and value their jobs, thank you. All right, now we got it off there. What you been up to, Rich? Not much. I did, you know, the little neighborhood, my my typical neighborhood plowing out, uh you know, light, light, fluffy snow, four inches. So that I probably do the equivalent of about eight driveways when I count all the stuff I do to on mine and then up to get to the front, and then three or four other people's driveways. So that oh. that lasts you know between two and three hours. So other than that, uh, oh, I'm huh? <laughs> I won't get into too much, but there's a a fairly recent law in the last four or five years that they created because of all the the mortgage fallout, the senators have come in and created uh, some new systems to safeguard people and, and requiring, uh, which is good, every person that originated alone in the country has to be have a, a unique identifying number, and that, that gets placed on the application for the, you know, somebody, if I were to do Yuri alone, let's say, would have my name as the originator and my unique identifying number, which is a great idea. But what the this is a, a typical thing that happens in in, in Washington. Yeah. The big banks, you know, they they had to be bailed out when everything happened, or would have been a major problem. So, so the politicians are you know are in with these big banks, and the big banks did not like the small guys like. I worked for myself called brokers. They want all the mortgage loans, the big banks, mm-hmm. even though over the country the brokers did more business overall. So what they've done is they made every broker to be a broker. You have to take this very involved 20-hour course that I've actually printed the pages from my course to in the 
about 450 pages of material. I just finished all the lessons, and then you have to take the test to pass the course, but then you have to go somewhere else and take a national test. Then you have to get fingerprinted. Then you have to get um, a background check, and then you have to pay you know, a bunch of fees for all of that and then pay the state of Maryland 400 So it, if I went to work for Bank of America tomorrow, I could walk in there. They would say, hello, uh, we have a loan for you. Go take it this afternoon. And they would just register me with no education whatsoever. Wow. Because I worked for I've been working for a big bank big yeah. bank and the big banks have all the politicians in their pockets. Okay. So just a little Washington a little, story. Yeah, a about what up. goes on down there, how they how they uh try to play favorites. But what it's it's created the reverse. Now all the guys like me are are getting all the education and, and doing everything. They're actually be are more proficient and doing better quality loans than the guys that work for banks. <laughs> yeah, I can see <laughs> they, that. They have they know all the federal laws. So anyhow, that's what I've been doing for uh the last 11 days. I finally finished everything. I'll take a, a few quizzes and we'll get that all, all right. out of the way. You're getting smarter. In your uh, in your senior wisdom years, you're getting smarter. Yeah, well, if you've been in the business as long as I was, it's like, why do I have to do this? But yeah, I should be I teaching know. this course. So. Uh, you mentioned uh, about Jim Spence should be south for spring training. Yes, they yeah, just they just back started home, Tennessee. The, the Citrus League, whatever they call that, uh, spring uh, training and the, all the games that the major leagues play in the spring. Guest four says should set more record lows in New Jersey. What does that mean? Temperatures. No, no, no. Temperatures. Temperatures. Yeah, they're going to. Uh, there's guess, going to be uh, record lows at uh, in at Reagan Airport. I think tomorrow morning. Okay. And a record low for them would be maybe zero. I think the the prior one was two. So uh, Are you okay? it's not Myersdale. Right. You're you're going to be below zero. I'm sure. Grape, grapefruit League, not yeah. citrus, yeah. Okay. Thank you, Steve. Right. Uh, well, truly, we are God's frozen people. That's a good quote there from guest number three. <laughs> and, <laughs> well, yeah, why not? <laughs> well, they made a uh, movie about us. Uh, uh, about about you all at Marysdale. Huh? Frozen. Huh? There's a Frozen? movie called Frozen. Oh, okay. Is that a comedy? No, that's a no, kids, no. It's a kids', kids uh, animated kids, thing. Yeah, animated. That's what I meant. There is a team close to the friends we visited, but if Jim couldn't see the pirates, he wouldn't be happy. So, that's the answer. Kathy knows her husband best. Oh, uh, he's Fred, too picky. Uh, the past just like he's always been. Just Nothing. tell Kathy. Tell Jim he's just too picky. Uh huh. Well, Fred DePasquale is going down there in March to watch the training. Yeah, I'm not sure what what week they're going, but he and Judy are going down for that. Pretty neat. Yeah, I think he said this will be the first ever. He's always wanted to do that. So 2015 is going to be the year. That's great. It is great. And so is our guests that are showing up on the chat board. Good to have you on board. I was out uh, checking out some things at Clapper's building materials earlier in the week, and I was talking to Leroy Spar on a few things. But Dave was in his office right next door, 
And we started talking, and he brought up a picture, and there he was in all his grandeur, uh-huh. uh, sitting or standing rather beside a good buddy uh, who happens to be all dressed out in a bathrobe. No, oh, no, no, not a bathrobe. No, it wasn't a bathrobe. It was a chief justice robe. Oh my yes. goodness! I said, "When did you get that picture taken?" He said, "We went down." Yeah, the day that he that for the installation, I guess, or uh, the anyway, it's Tom Sailor appointment or whatever they call that. Yes, I know. Yes, yeah. and so they had, of course, plenty of pictures, and then he comes out with this statement: Jim Getty was there. Yeah, he got some pictures too. <laughs> Boy, we haven't heard from Getty for a long time. Wonder yeah, if what's he up made... with Getty? Is he... I don't know. His uh, eve, early late afternoon naps, I guess, are getting longer in his old age. Maybe so. He went deeper in the south. Remember, he was going <laughs> to oh, pick up. Oh, that's right. And yes. He'd leave around the Raleigh area and is going further south by an hour or two. Maybe that'll just got him all befuddled. Well, you know, well, anyway. probably you know the servants don't serve dinner till later, and by the time his the dining room was all cleaned up and he's done with dessert, you know, the show's yeah. over. Poor fellow. Yeah, yeah, too bad. Well, he made it up. <laughs> he made it up, and that was nice. Uh, and of course, Tom. Uh, for those who may not know, is uh, a '65 graduate of Myersdale, and he is the Chief Justice of Pennsylvania. And I believe that is for a two-year term. And no, will... no, no. It's it's a life term. As long is it or really? I think or 75. You can't be older than 75. Oh, oh maybe maybe it's 70. Maybe yeah, it's 70. It's maybe 70. that's what it. It might be if you're saying two. It might be seventy. Yeah, it's either seventy or seventy. That, you're right. Yeah, Dave mentioned something like yeah, that. Yeah, there's no 70. term, but because he's so close, that would make okay. sense. But they are naming the community center in his honor, and that'll be in April. And that was in the New Republic. And for those who haven't, don't heard, tell Floyd. He thought it was going to be the Floyd Flockerty <laughs> Community Center. <laughs> He's going to be the upset. New Republic, the New Republic said it, so it's got to be gospel. <laughs> and we're the, very proud of Tom. Yes, and the New Republic is the sponsor of, in part, this very program over the years, from almost inception to this very moment. Now, they did reduce their number of days they're open. They're open four days a week instead of five but they put 10-hour days now in, and I talked to Linda Gindelsberger, part owner of the New Republic, and, of course, George Menser, the other owner, and I said, well, there's rumors you're folding up and closing down because it must be so. You're back four days a week now. She said, well, we explained everything, that we do it earlier and stay open later so we can accommodate more people. Ah, people don't hear that part, Linda. They just see you're cutting back four days, and next thing you do, you close up shop. Well, that is absolutely furthest from the truth that you can imagine. No intention of anything like that. They're trying to be more efficient and serve the community even better with longer days, pre-work days, people going to work and do their uh, business there now. And after they get out of work, they're still open that they can help in that regard. Okay. They better hire another cleaning person because Tom will be there inspecting the cleanliness. <laughs> yes, you know, okay. you know Tom. <laughs> yes, I think uh, that was uh, the. That's 18th. one of his fetishes. <laughs> so if he's going to be in town in the eighteenth, oh boy, they better clean. 
Yeah, I, I believe I believe that's uh, when they want to dedicate this, and that's the last I heard. And I'm sure. What what day is it? March. April. April. Oh, April 18th. Huh. Yeah. Um, <coughs> they're saying they're renaming the borough. Uh, let's see. Be named after Thomas G. Sailor. Do you know what G stands for, by any chance? I don't. I'm just. No, I, I, don't. I, I don't. Okay. I never knew it was G. Okay. Right. But Tom Smith, who said might Tom be godlike. Godlike. Oh, 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 maybe, maybe. Uh, well, they're relatives to the Gettys. Could be Thomas Getty. No, but I mean, yeah, they they are related. Oh heck, talking about that, even I'm related to Tom somehow. Tom, uh, if think Lex is related to him, sure. So, uh, it, it well, all, that makes sense. Yeah, it would make sense, wouldn't it? Just never ever think about that part. I think we're all related in Myersdale. <laughs> right. The incests, no. Just happened to be uh, crossbreeding capital of uh, Somerset County, probably because everybody was farmers at one time, and they always thought the grass was greener on the other side, right? Mm-hmm. So they'd go romancing across the fence borders, and before you know it, you got a whole Somerset County Filled with relations sooner or later. My observation, fiction and nonfiction, I, I'll leave that up to you. <laughs> oh, Floyd is, I know, in the wings. I don't know what he has for us tonight. If he had a chance to get to the library for any tips or anything, but I'd like we'll to find out. Yeah, I'd like to welcome him and say, Good evening, Floyd. I'm so glad my buddy Fred is letting me stay in this nice warm place for the winter because it is really cold out there the last week or so. Floyd, <laughs> I can't even imagine. Oh, I know you, have, you tend to the furnace or whatever automatic thing is if you have to raise a thermostat or something, keep the folks warm where... Fred allows you to stay, but uh, you surely you have to step out now and then to go do some things down along the riverbank, don't you? Or am I just uh, don't imagining? Don't do too much down there. Nope. But to save, no to, save huh? to save on the heat, Fred got this thing. It's like a bicycle, and yeah. you sit on it and you pedal it, and it and it makes friction, and then it goes oh. up this pipe and goes up to and heats Fred's room. That just doesn't correct. help me, but <laughs> it makes me warm because I'm working out pretty hard. You know, I can be sweating, that, yeah. and uh, I know all that nice friction heat goes right up the pipes and well, helps he out be, with uh, the house. He's going to be out of town in March sometime. Ooh. Yeah, sometime in March, going to Florida. Yeah. Has there been any hints that you might tag along? Well, I don't think so. He, I think he wants me to hang out and watch the place. And then by the time he gets back, it'll be ready for me to go out to pasture. Why not pasture? You know. Yeah, what I mean. out to pasture. Sounds like you're a has-been. Yeah, I know. Oh, back that's all back to my active life out in the community. Are you, are you still staying active as far as getting uptown to the library? I've been to the library. Yes. I went to the library and and because, let me tell you a story. Way, way back, I told you there were some really smart dogs in Marysdale, and I used to teach them how to play checkers. Okay? Yeah, I remember that. I yeah, do. 
But you know, the, there was one dog. He just he was so he thought he was so smart, and I told you, I showed him because uh, I you know we played five games of checkers, and I beat him the best of five. You know, and he made him look bad, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm teaching this other dog, and he is so dumb. He's so. I can't get him to win one game. He loses every game, every game, every game. He makes the dumbest moves. So the other day I said, well, i got to go to the library. So I went up to the library, and I looked up dumb dogs. <laughs> so under the D for dumb. So I'm paging through there, and they got a list of the dumbest dogs. Well, guess what? This dog I was trying to teach is the same breed. The same breed. It's called a, that big tall dog with all the long hair, the Afghan hound. Yeah. In the library it said, the Afghan hound is the dumbest dog breed <laughs> in the world. Look, well, no wonder. I'm beating you five out of five in checkers. <laughs> oh, so that dear. proves it. You that's, know? I that's figured he'd true. win one game. Oh, Give me a my. break. And they're they're all show. I guess no action. All show. Them Afghans. Yeah, and you're not going to get me to say anything, anything about that when I get me in trouble with the girls. <laughs> Yo. With all that pretty long hair that Afghan yeah, has. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying a word. And how about what color? Oh, yeah, light colored hair, too. Okay. Mm. Blonde. You could say it, Brookie. Oh, I said it, blonde. But I'm not have, <laughs> I'll just say blondes have more fun. There you go. Mm, because they're dumb? No. 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 That's that's a fiction if I ever heard one. Yeah, that I, is, don't, uh, I don't believe Wives' that. tale. All the wives were were annoyed at uh, the guys that looked at anybody blonde in their town, I guess. So the wives put that out. And then said I they found talking smart. about wives... Some lady comes walking up the steps, and she's limping. I said, what's the matter, ma'am? Oh, Floyd, my feet hurt so bad, and I don't know why. So I started looking up, you know, women with feet, and I found there in the library again, it said women are four times more likely to have foot problems as men are. Now, what do you think causes that? They're always kicking their husband in the butt. Oh, that could be. Yeah, the tops of their yeah. feet are probably pretty sore sometimes. <laughs> I mean, oh. I, I'm thinking I know a few that I've dropped off, you know, when I'm biking or something and took yeah. off or something and made them walk yeah, a long way. That, that's right, a lot of walking. Couple, but I, that sure didn't. I didn't. That doesn't mean that that many women for me. So I don't know what it is. Maybe they wear women. high heels. Well, that, of course, is the big... That would be it. You got it. Uh, surely that was it. Yeah. High high heels. Uh, four times more likely than guys. But really, what was the purpose of wearing high heels? Who invented them crazy things? What was the reason? George Washington. Aha. Him and his wooden teeth. Well, didn't all the guys wear high heels back then? They were, time. they were they were platforms. They were platforms like we tried to in the seventies. Oh yeah, I remember oh, those things. Oh yeah. I remember those things. I had good. one pair warm once. I said, "This is absolutely ridiculous." Platform they were good. shoes. They were good shoes if you lived near the creek because you could. Sometimes you could, 
you could cut the, the, the back of it off and put yeah. a little tank in there and have fish in them. I never right thought back about in that. Back the heel story. of them. Okay. Yep. No. There was a there was a guy that played for the Steelers that really had a pair like that. He put goldfish in there. Okay, you got me there. I have no Frenchy Fuqua. Really? This big is, uh... fur coats and the big hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Now fancy, I remember. Fancy guy. I was, uh, while reading the chat session here, there's, uh, you can say that again. Boy, Tom's name came up a few times while we were in Florida. Our old neighbors and friends know him, too. Lots of stories. <laughs> let, now let, me, let, let me tell you, Floyd, if you if you were to have a building named after you, this uh, was an actual conversation with the Chief Justice, and uh, his friend was listening to him say that, you know what, what the problem is uh, when you have a building named after you, Floyd? What's that? Now, this is our Chief Justice of Pennsylvania saying this to another friend. He says, when you screw up, it's painful to watch him take your name off of a building. <laughs> <laughs> well, so there, there, there was go. a rumor going around. I was going to get my name on one of the buildings, the, uh, oh? the Floyd Flockerty sewage plant. <laughs> oh, you down know? there. Down there by the fairground, yeah, one of them two yeah, parts. Right past the where the river goes by there, and I thought, well, you know. Oh my goodness! Do you know that there's another creek? I believe that is dirtier than yours. I mean, no, yours isn't dirty. No. Yeah, that uh, elk lick comes past the fairground. Yeah, and then once once it gets near those homes, just before the bridge. This was in the paper last week. Somebody making the comment that a lot of those homes are so old that they don't have any taps into any sewage that they just run. This is going, uh, run this is going the, south again here. Yeah, I know. Running the running the waters from their homes into that elk lick that then goes down, and it's a confluence there and uh, meets up with the Flockerty and the Casimir, you see. Oh. So, so you're clean. You're all right. Yeah, we're Okay. All right, and uh, and the elk lick is too, except for down there around the fairground. Some of them old homes might be still doing that. All right, you wanted to know, no, but I told you. How about tips now? Do you have another tip for us? Just two of them. Just okay. the women put more problems the, in the. In the you got to just okay, if you if you want to be if you want to be the dog at checkers, pick yourself an Afghan. Well, let's see if I can. There's at least three three trains of thought you just brought up to me, Floyd. Number one, the dumbest dog. Well, aren't we proud to know what breed has won a lot of honors at this past week's dog show? It was a, well, I heard that it was only the second uh, time ever that that breed won. Yeah, isn't that neat? And uh, they're prevalent around these parts. So anytime we go by yeah. and see one of them little tail waggling, uh, they're generally black, a uh, little brown, and white. Uh, listeners, you know what dog that was. The breed? Well, and, what, uh, was the, what was the dog in Peanuts? What kind of dog was that? Yeah, what kind of dog was Peanuts? 
that would give you the breed. A cartoon? No, not a cartoon dog. The breed of the dog. <laughs> Mostly uh, a little brown, a little black, and a little white. Yeah, and they go and they don't. Bark. They like to. Um, they love to run a, run around and not pay attention <laughs> to where you want to be. <laughs> they kind of have minds of their own. Yeah, they have a long tail too. Not one of them cropped, poofy, poodle tails. Jack or Ford, uh, we got any action on there? Uh, no, I just said he's also had a goldfish in his heels on his shoes, and that you mentioned. The Joshes are mentioning that about who you were talking about. Wow! No, ah, there he goes, Stephen. Congratulations! You got the Bark Bark Award for this evening. The breed that we're talking about. The and two what honors. was the dog's name in the show? Oh yeah, you got that. Stephen, do you have that one too? Yeah. Okay. Because right. I was watching Fred's TV down in the basement, and they had the, the dog was on the Today Show. Oh, actually, it was oh, that's cool. The oh. next morning, oh. oh, you got him there too. Yeah, so it is a beagle. It's a girl. It was a girl dog, but there you go. It wasn't maybe it was a man. Mister D. Mister P. P. Oh. I see a D. Maybe if I... I don't know board, what that stood a... for, but anyhow. <laughs> oh, Here we go. that's cute. Well, congratulations to Beagles. Now, what else did I... Oh, boy. I said there was two or three other things I wanted to mention because you brought them to my attention. Now what? I went and done forgot them. The Beagle was one. Mm, what else were we talking about, Floyd? We're talking about the high heels. Yes, I asked a question. What... What were high heels? What was the primary purpose of high heels? Oh yeah. What was the purpose of the high heels? Uh, that, uh, especially around the, uh, I guess, the World War Two, when they wore the stockings, and it was very hard to come by, but they would have the black stripes in the stockings. Remember, they would run up the back. Oh yeah, of the seam in the back. The seam. Yeah. And if they did not they could not get seam stockings they would take pencils and actually draw a seam up through there but it accentuates the beauty of the women's legs and calf muscles etc high heels that's what i guess the men figured out and they really went to they really went to town in making all kinds of high heel shoes for their ladies you were forced into them Girls? Yep. Mm. And it made them that taller, obviously. Yeah, definitely. Probably the industrialists, the Fords and uh, Rockefellers, you know, those guys. If it was the Fords, they'd have put tires on them. Yeah. Little uh, round they... wheels down there instead of shoes. Yeah. We were talking at the GI the other day, and uh, somebody was talking about a fella who had uh, one of his very first car back in the 60s, and I said, well, I know one car that uh, was the very first car for one of my buddies, and I said, a Vauxhall. Silence. A Vauxhall. Never heard of it. Yeah, Gary Bolden had a Vauxhall. 
And then I, I guess if we would put it into Google, we'd probably find out what it was. But it seems to me it was a Ford import. I wonder if they brought it hey, in. Rookie, from, rookie. Yeah. I got to go pedal. It's there, there's a little bell ringing, and they want more heat, heat upstairs. Oh, oh, cool. I'll that, see okay, you next I'm sorry. Time. Okay, till the next time. Oh, Good hey, night, Rich. Rookie. Good night. Talk to you next time, Rich. You still with us? Oh, I'm here. <laughs> okay. Well, he, you know what? We've got to take a look at him in the spring. He'll be in good shape. <laughs> he'll be he'll be looking better than either one of us. He, uh, well, he sure can command her, uh, a show. <laughs> um, uh, it was a girl, the Beagle now we're talking about, and it was Miss P. Miss P. There, there you go. So Floyd had that right. And we're talking about the uh, championship dog. And... Then I said, "Well, let's see. That uh, it was this wasn't his cousin or uh, something that also won honors maybe a couple of years ago or something." Oh was, yeah, they're a distant cousin or something. There's there's yeah. some relationship there. They probably raised him in Somerset County. All right, <laughs> just like the, like the Cassie people says, are all related. High heels makes ladies' legs look longer. I guess that would be true. Since four out of five foot problemed human species is given to women, and they tend to have been shorter than the guys for the most part. So if you had short legs and wore heels, of course you were standing taller, like on tippy toe. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll I'll buy that. See what you find out, trivia wise. A lot of neat things come by. You could go to the library you know, with Floyd once in a while. He'll show you, uh, you know, the card catalog, which you haven't seen since you were in junior high oh, school. No. Oh, no. I, they still use card catalogs. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they do that? Yes. Oh. You just stand there and you flip through them, and you have to read them one by one because they're alphabetical. Right, yeah. And kids can do that today? If they want. Well, you know, kids, well, no, they just get on Google and they're off and running. <laughs> well, breed, it does that. I want you to know I spent a good bit of time over the last four weeks with uh, Dick Bauman in town. Of course, his grandfather was very well known throughout the town for uh, the Second National Bank there in town. He was one of the first tellers, worked himself all the way up to president of that institution. Well, anyway, Dick... Uh, lives behind uh, the Morgan Tool building, and then there's Dick's building there. But in talking with him over the last four weeks and getting old businesses' names that were up and down all the streets in the Dale, we kind of wrapped that up this morning. But there's so much more, and he'll remember, and he'll call me, and we can fill in the loops there. But uh, there will be stories that I come up with in the future that will mention some of these names. It will keep them alive, so to speak. But there were a lot of uh, uh, names brushed inside stories that he remembers, things that uh, very few people would ever know happened. But he, as a boy uh, born in the late 20s, uh, and the, so the 30s and 40s were very impressionable to him, of course. And this, uh, he comes out with these stories Talk about the new colonial. Well, he'll remember the human fly. Do you remember that man that walked up uh, the uh, new colonial 
back in our day, he was called and billed as the human fly. Oh. All right. And he actually, without any any equipment at all, scaled the, I remember, the left side of that building from the Colonial, and he scaled up the wall like a rock climber would do today. But uh, he had strong hands, and I guess he'd get his fingers in crevices and window panes and whatever, and he made it to the top. But, okay, some will have a memory of that. But the thing is that just a very short time later, and it might have been in Johnstown or another burg when he was doing his deed, he was killed. He slipped. I did not know that. So there you find something out that if you happen to witness that, that's what happened to that person. And then there's other names that have down through the ages meant a lot to the town, and then they're no longer around. And yet we've talked about them here on Marsdale Alumni Radio. Uh, that's the Welds, the Welds House we spoke of. Uh, the uh, people that have come and gone who made Well, here's another thing. Uh, and it was Fred, Fred the other morning. He said, you ought to have a show sometime. And talking about people, uh, teachers, for example, who came to Myersdale and added so much to this community, and they even stayed in this community. And talk about people that came to Myersdale and made a contribution. And I said, a great deal, Fred. Would you head up that program? So that could be a future program. And uh, invited him to be on as, of course, the, the person to present that program and John Spila, which was a school teacher, he came from the Jerome area after he, his parents uh, came into the country from Croatia. Now, to listen to him talk and to have the love for Myersdale is quite obvious because he knows everybody we knew, Rich, really. And it's just amazing that uh, he came into town in about 70-something. But he went back in years, and he knows people of the previous decade whenever the guys are talking. That shows a love for the town. Who would who would know? So he uh, came to town in 74 and uh, made a contribution, and even today, in sports and in teaching. So that may be a future program. Mm, good. Now, Rich, your name comes up in other areas, too, and uh, I had to explain that you're no relative, Cook and Lintz, who was <laughs> right. a lichty that yeah, had right. that Cook and Lintz out there. Yes. I had to mention, well, that's... That's a co-host Myers alumni, all right, but not that family, not like the, the different. So there's so many uh, names. There are Kellys. Some are K-E-L-L-Y, K-E-L-L-E-Y. They are different. The same sound and name, but they're different families. Even the Murrays, from which I derive from, plenty of different ones. But when you get up to Salisbury, um, I'm thinking Faye. I only know one set of families named Faye, and she went and married a Spence uh, from Myersdale, and of course a regular here on um, Myersdale Alumni Radio, Kathy and Jim. So, uh, Salisbury have a lot, well, they might have the bears up there. We know a few uh, brown bears, black bears, and people bears, family bears. Mm hmm. Uh, speaking of that, the Morgan Tool Company has been closed for, what, all of January, maybe oh, part of February. Wow. So they ought to be opening up in March again. Is that just because it's seasonal, or what is 
Uh, yeah, they probably uh, just take a winter break. It's a big right. building to heat and all, but they still uh, had some private parties or things downstairs, I think. And that brings to mind that uh, you talked to Dean. No, let's see, how was that? We oh, talked. My uncle. I talked to Dean. Yeah, he about your uncle. And when and then you brushed that idea past Bill when you and Bill Price were talking mm-hmm. then. And so is that still on? We only have it a week is, left. It is. Yeah, I know. I, well, I didn't intend on taking this intensified course. Okay. So I, I have to get, I have to get that thing. You know, you only have so many days to do all of that, and it's encompassing my time. So yeah, I, I might get pushed into the first week of March, but then that would mean we'd be up there. Yeah, you're coming Which in for the Maple Festival. Which isn't a big deal. come up at the end of March. Okay. Let's talk about uh, that, too. Also, uh, Brooke, have you heard any news about the Class 65 reunion? Of course I have. And, yes, you're having one. And why uh, they haven't sent out uh, the letters yet about that, I'll check in with Jimmy. I was talking to him just yesterday, and it slipped my mind. Jimmy DeFeb. Uh, I think he's on the committee of getting the mail out. I'll ask him if he did, and if uh, he already has, then I'll say, well, uh, Jim and Kathy needs a heads up on that. So, yeah, I'll check that for you, Kathy. And let's see, the Josses are asking, what course are you talking about, Rich? Uh, I think I mentioned that she might have been not on at the time, or... uh... But, you know, it's the mortgage course to be able to be licensed in the state of Maryland to... If you don't work for a bank or a credit union, you have to take these courses to and pass them. Yeah. To uh, you know, to get a license or to have the honor of paying four hundred bucks to get a license for a year. Right. So that's been involved for the last uh, like eleven straight days. Even on the weekend, I put about two or three hours a day in on it. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go, Kathy. That's an update that's- on what Rich has been doing. So maybe we'll catch that reunion with you and your uncle from uh, yes, yes. Salisbury, maybe in uh, sometime in March. If not, then yeah. maybe... I mean, uh, I think I have to schedule. take... The course has a, a final exam, and I have to take that by Sunday. So I'll be done with that part of it by sun, by this coming Sunday. So... Okay. There are there will there may be some time last week of February to to make a quick trip right. up up and back. Well, the weather hasn't been too cooperating yeah, either, and but to have your uncle yeah, come no out. Yeah, no sense that coming cold. up there. I don't want to take him out and any yeah. kind of ice and all that. So, you know, the yeah, idea salt. is fun, but I want to make it at him. I want him to be able to enjoy and not be petrified. One uh, morning this week. Was it Monday, maybe? Salisbury was without power on one of the coldest nights of the uh, the year. And uh, it was a equipment malfunction. And I believe it might have went out around 10 o'clock at night or 12 and maybe not until hmm, 8 o'clock the next morning. And then I think the remainder came online by 10. So... There have been reports of some bursting pipes and things, but overall, it could have been a lot worse. I know one of uh, Norman and Karen Nagy, who've been a guest co-host on the show at various times, or one time, 
with a new uh, building going on across from the post office. Well, a previous building that they had remodeled was right at the foot of the Catholic Hill there at uh, uh, Broadway and Center Street. Um, and that property had a... Uh, the Bogers happened to be living on the middle floor of that building, and I'm not sure... Ashley Price used to live on the top floor, but she had since moved over to the Price building. And another neighbor lives down below. So it's a three-apartment complex. And then we had a sprinkler uh, malfunction two days ago. And that, in that cold weather, and brought water down. So I don't know the extent of the damages there. But it has happened. But for Myersdale at the moment, we've been very fortunate uh, some of them nasty fires that we see throughout Somerset yeah. County that have been happening. Yeah, they had, we had a disastrous fire, and it's on the national news. So it probably you probably probably came in most in most of your te- television a few weeks ago it was a a mansion down in Annapolis, a couple in their early fifties. Um, about a twelve thousand square foot house. They had a something like a 15 foot tall christmas tree in the in the great room and uh i'm trying to think they had four grandchildren two of the kids each had two and the four children were over one the night and they took them to dinner and that this was in Jan, you know late january but the tree was so spectacular and they loved it they left it up well that's oh. and the house is only about eight years old on the water and uh big gate to get into it and they i forget how the people in the area called it the castle because it had a big stone front and it looked like a castle the way they built the the stone about three stories high but unfortunately the tree shorted out because it was kind of older wood in the tree and dried uh it must have practically exploded quickly and aye, 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 aye. none of them got out. The, the, oh, the, the two grandparents and all four children. Oh, no. And they couldn't even find people for 10 days. It was just all that was standing was the big stone, and everything else was oh, totally ashed. Bad. And it was sad. And, you know, had had that house been built, and then to make, make matters worse, it was on the water. So... Uh, they don't have public water. They had they had to pump water down from the creek up, and tank trucks. So that slowed that down. But that would have been too late anyhow because the house just practically went up in a matter of minutes. Where's so it was a terribly sad oh, story. Never have, have, I, but I just just, uh, yeah. just you mentioned sprinkler systems and yeah. Um, if that house had been built uh, in today's times yeah. down there. I guess they would have required it, except for the fact there's, they're on a well. But I guess if even if they were on a well, they could set up a system where, yeah. you know, there would be a, a fire sprinkler but, system in the property. Somebody was saying about the sprinkler systems being law now, but yes. uh, it's it's a controversy uh, because of the upkeep and should be inspected annually and the mm-hmm. cost to have someone come in and inspect is uh, a pretty penny. It's one thing and half a dozen others. But I want to say that uh, Kathy's class of 50 years, uh, they're they're an exercising class, apparently. They do sit-ups and things. 
I'm reading this here. It says, oh, my class is doing the squats. No, no. <laughs> no oh, yeah, right, class, sure. No one is interested in doing a 50th. Wow, you know, Salisbury's always got to be different. They're putting all their hopes in the 75th reunion, Kathy. Yeah, right. <laughs> let's, let's go another 25 years. <laughs> Rich and I will attend that one. Wow. Yeah. This is uh, Jim's uh, 50th here in Myersdale, along with a lot of uh, good friends. So oh, and you had mentioned, good. I think you mentioned before, where are they holding theirs? The Morgan uh, School or? Uh, yeah, Jim's class. That's in that's in uh, Morgan Tool. Okay. Yeah, Carol, uh, your wife mentioned that story that you just mentioned to Jim and Kathy somewhere along the line, and they said how it's heading them on that fire. That brings us pretty much up to date on the chat board for now. As always, we want to thank you, the guests who are part of our crew and part of our character set here at Myersdale Alumni Radio. As we know, there are people who listen to these programs days or weeks or months after because of the archived convenience on this talk show format. And now I I gave up. I should really settle down and go look at our very first broadcast so I know what year we're going into I don't know why I have that thing. I just can't get my head wrapped around. Are we in the fifth year now? Yeah, we're in the fifth, the start of the fifth year. We've we've done four, four full years. Okay. I don't know why I don't get Floyd to make a time yeah. map for me. Huh? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Are we? I gotta go here, and I have to look. Uh, oh. I don't want to join in there. I just wanted to see how many episodes, 200 and some episodes now. Well, before the time runs out, I'm turning it over to you, Rich. If you want to ask anybody any questions? or No, I, I really don't. I, I would hope that everybody, uh, is the, especially those listening live, are very careful to check all the areas of their home and make sure that... Uh, there's no area that might get cold on the outside walls where there might be some pipes because you could suffer a pipe burst and you know how yeah. bad that is. I mean, I've heard they suggest if, like in your, if it's in the kitchen, to just open your kitchen, the doors in the cabinets so that uh, oh, yeah. it lets some of the warm air out of the in the, the kitchen under the cabinet and you know yeah, the, you are the right. pipes coming up the wall there. Uh, you know, they'll get a little bit of warmth from that. Uh, yeah. When you put open our cabinets here, why is that? And you'd think, well, the house is very nicely insulated and mm-hmm. all, but there's an outside wall where these cabinets are hung, and you open them, and Mom is always, for example, saying, oh, these dishes are ice cold. It's yeah. cold in there. <laughs> well, I do know that the pipes are from underneath here up to the kitchen sink, and it's not running through walls. So right. So that I would worried about but still that just shows you why why is that did they say hey we're going to hang cabinets over here you don't need to put insulation in there i don't well you know when you think about it on on the outside of the cabinets you've got 65 70 degrees of heat that you're not allowing in the cabinet and then the cat the walls yes they're insulated but that doesn't mean Uh, uh, some of the cold doesn't work its way through there but uh you know if it's 
it doesn't if it doesn't have the advantage of all the nice warm air, they certainly are going to be colder. Well, for those who don't know, when I relocated back here in Myersdale at the November of 2013, so it's been a year and a few months I've been here, I have moved into my home that I grew a good portion of my teen years in, and mom still owns the, the home here. And it has worked out where she is of 87 years of age now, and she is she is slowing down in different respects where I am able to be of help. And I never saw that coming. Why? I guess we think we're immortal. We don't uh, think of ourselves. But now that we are getting our share <laughs> right. of reminders on a daily or weekly or monthly basis, we just now know, and we are so exactly, much exactly. I've been yeah. catching up uh, on Facebook a lot with Barry Geiger, your oh, cousin. Yeah, Stretch. Stretch is, is he's he's on. I'm not on there much. I, but now that I'm friends with him, I see see that he he does a a lot of uh, very interesting and, and comical stuff. As far as he finds yeah. some really funny things to post. Okay. So you never know, a basketball star in the 60s to a funny poster on Facebook Yes. <laughs> in the 2015s. It is amazing how families can keep in touch and friends through that. And that's what we do here in our own little way, Myersdale Alumni Radio. So again, thank you all for being a part of it and have kept us going. And one last us. post. Yes. Re- uh, to read it, Brooke, it's to you. Brooke, we never understood why we were transferred back to Pittsburgh in 2000, but we lost both of our dads during the time that we were there. It was meant to be. Uh, great post. Thank you. Yeah, it's amazing how certain things work out, and then it is working out, and then it's uh, timing could not have been better. And the circumstances, well, they uh, matured into what we live now and are enjoying in life. And uh, got my lifetime fishing license. I just have to go out and learn how to fish all over again and things like that. All right. Oh, Al will show you how to do that. Well, Al's got a birthday coming up here. Al grew. Yeah. and uh, that's the, uh, this Saturday, I believe. So whatever age he might be, 67 or 8, I'm not sure. But uh, I saw that on my calendar. So happy birthday, Al. Of course, he and, might shoot you if you two went uh, yeah. fishing. Al could sit there and not talk for, for five hours. You're right. And I could see you in the boat with him trying to keep your yap shut. <laughs> I know, One yeah. of you would come back awfully wet, I think. Yeah, well... <laughs> Uh, it'll be an adventure as we uh, look at life. Well, from the it's back 8 end o'clock, of... so it's been a good a good yeah. hour, a quick hour. Thanks again, Rich. And if you do us one more favor and just kind of vocalize us out. We'll and away we go. <coughs> go ahead. Here we go. We had a good time tonight. Thanks for tuning in. Come back next Thursday night so we can do this all again on Mark Radio. Happy birthday, Al. Radio. Hey, thanks, Mark Radio listeners. You know that we want you, we need you, and we love you. Good night, everyone, and until next week, sleep well, Floyd. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.